Hello, thanks for tuning into the Stone Podcast, where we have authentic discussions about life with the purpose of creating better communities for our young men. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Stone Thinking Critically Podcast. Jury duty. Have you ever been selected to be a member of a jury? Remember the first time that I was selected to be a juror? I did not appreciate it and I did not want to go. When I arrived at the courthouse, um, reluctantly, I had to answer some questions. We were all seated in a, in a pool of people. I was not excited to be there. And another thing was that I've heard a lot of negative things about being a juror. And me and my ignorance, I thought all these negative things were true. And because of those things, I did not want to go. Some of the things I heard was that it'd be a complete waste of time. You have better things to do. Um, you wouldn't get paid enough money. And I heard more excuses than, than reasons why I should not go or give excuses to why I wouldn't be able to serve on a jury. As far as that go, I was actually selected to be on a case. And it was a case that involved some, some money laundering and it was very exciting. The case that I was on lasted for the entire summer. So every day we had to go there from nine till about two o'clock and hear evidence as to if this person would be guilty or not guilty. In the end, the person was guilty because there was a lot of evidence against them. My biggest takeaway from it is that you get to learn so much about the process of law, how it works, how arguments work in a courtroom versus how arguments work in real life. Um, maybe in real life you're not able to win many arguments because the person can speak better than you can. However, when it comes to having arguments within the framework of the law, you can only use facts. They can't use hearsay. While the case was going on, on certain times what would happen is there would be no, no case that day and they'll tell you that you can go home. And what I would do is I would go into other um, court rooms and I would hear other cases because I was already there. There's no parking around there because there's so much people that come to the courthouse. I said, listen, I'm already here. I'm just going to listen in on another case. One of the biggest things I've learned about these court cases is that you do not want to put yourself in a position where other people are judging what's gonna happen within your life or where you're gonna be residing for the next five, 10, 15, 25 years, all right? What I learned is that at the end of the day, the lawyers, the judges, the bailiff, the prosecutors, everybody wants to go home. It's just a regular nine to five. They try to make it as fair as possible um, under the law. And fair under the law might not be fair in real life. Um, let me explain what I mean. Say for example, somebody commit a crime and they feel that what they did doesn't warrant a certain amount of persecution. If the law says that 
if you commit this particular crime or did this particular thing, this is the frame, the framework of what it is that um, are the penalties for committing that crime. That's what the judge is going to base their decision on. Those, those are the set parameters of what the judge can do. Even if the judge feels that what you did wasn't that serious and they could um, let you go and do something else with your life or whatever the case might be, they're going to judge things based on the framework of the law. That's why many people say, oh, you know, it's, it's not fair. Yeah, life ain't fair. Ignorance is no excuse under the law. I've heard this term before, but I never really paid attention to it until I seen people started getting sentenced for things that um, they weren't privy to what can happen if they got in trouble for the things that they were doing. Say, for example, someone commits a robbery and you did not know they were going to commit a robbery, but you drove them to wherever the place is that they were going to commit the robbery. And you didn't even know what was happening inside. If you get arrested, both of y'all are charged for the robbery. And God forbid if that robbery turned into something that was more um, serious than just a robbery, you will be charged the same as the person that committed the crime, even though you were not aware of what the person was doing when they committed the robbery. You just being there, you can get yourself in big trouble. So make sure you know what's going on at all times around you because everyone isn't on the up and up and you can get yourself into big trouble just by associating with someone at the wrong time. Another thing that will happen constantly is you would see lawyers speaking to individuals that were in court or having a trial. And one thing that stood out was there was a young man, um, probably about 18 years old. He was very upset that for admitting guilt, they would give him five to 10. The kid, I guess he didn't have enough money to fight the case or whatever the case might be, or maybe this lawyer was a court appointed lawyer which generally you don't want. You want to have enough um, finances where you can afford a lawyer that's going to um, look out for your best interest. The young man was saying that, oh, you know, I didn't do it, and I'm innocent. What do you mean? Um, he's only giving me five, five to ten if I, if I say guilt, I'm guilty, and if not, they're going to give me up to um, 15 to 25 or something like that. I don't remember the exact numbers, but one way or the other, um, if he said that he was guilty, he was going to get a minimum of five. And if he chose to go to trial and was guilty, found guilty, not necessarily that he's guilty, but found guilty by the jurors on the case, he would get a substantially longer amount of time. That opened my eyes because from all intensive purposes, I think the kid was innocent just by hearing the conversation and the cadence in his voice and how passionate he was about, you know, what he did. I mean, he could be a criminal also, but just think about it. Just think that maybe, let's say that he was innocent and the, ju the, the lawyer was saying, listen, you're only 18, you'll be out by the time you're, 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 you're um, before you're 25. 
That's what the lawyer was telling him. So just imagine that. Your lawyer is telling you to take five years. Listen, at the end of the day, these people do not care about you to that degree. They want to go back home at 5 o'clock to their family just like everybody else wants to go back to their family at the end of the day. They're no different from everybody else. Another thing is you waste the court's time, they will try to throw the book at you. You need to have all your ducks in order if you are a person that's going to court. I learned about the law. I try to absorb as much as I possibly could. I feel as though me being in court for that summer was a college education in how the law works. I would implore anyone um, to go down to your local courthouse on a day when you have off and just listen in on some cases. There's so much things that you can learn. You will see so many things. You will see the biggest convict being escorted by the tiniest, most insignificant looking person. You're going to see grown people crying, mothers crying, people making bad decisions and being punished for those bad decisions. Basically what I'm saying is jury duty is very important. And another thing, many times we said that we're not represented enough in court and we're getting a bad deal, whatever the case might be, but then individuals within the community do not want to be a member of the, 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 the process, the, 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 the court process. In or, if you want to make a change in your community and you think that people are going to jail that don't deserve to go to jail, but at the same time, you're not going to court to do your civic duties, um, so to speak, to make sure that um, democracy is um, preserved, that's kind of on you, right? Let's think about it for a second. You have the opportunity to, you literally have the opportunity by being a member of a jury to change someone's life for real. So if you do not want to go and you see things going on in your community that you do not appreciate, you have no one to blame but yourself essentially because you do not want to be a part of the process. And I was one of those people. And because of that, if they ever call me to do jury duty again, I will gladly say yes because I know it's important. Jury duty ensures that individuals within the community get a fair trial because the people within the community are the ones that are being selected to be on the, 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 the juror board. Another thing that happened was that the individuals that were on the jury with me, we all had a great time. We all talked and we would go to lunch together and we would have conversations. So you get a sense of, um, as weird as it sounds, it's a sense of community within a community while you're on a case. You're able to meet so many different people that might not necessarily think the way that you think, and you get to learn from each other. And at the end of the day, the person's life is literally in the hands of the jurors. Literally. Under the juror system, whether someone is affluent or they're poor, 
having the jurors ensure that that person is treated equally under the law. However, saying that, when somebody has more wealth, they're able to have a better lawyer that can better um, formulate their case in a way that is more compassionate to the jurors. Different lawyers are able to speak about different evidence very differently based on how much um, experience they might have within the courtroom. And at the end of the day, just like every business, they all know each other, all of them. They all know each other. So many times you have a good lawyer or a more popular lawyer who is more expensive, he might be able to cut you a better bargain or deal because they know him. You gotta realize, just like if you work at a mechanic shop, all the mechanics know mechanics. All the barbers know barbers. All the basketball players know each other. It's the same thing in a courthouse, fair or not. That's just the way it is. You might not see them talking and gathering on days when they're presiding over a case, but if you go there on a different day, you'll see them mingling or you know, associating with each other, but they don't associate with each other while the case is going on. That's one big shocker that I learned. I thought these people really hated each other and they didn't talk to each other, but uh, th that's very far from the truth. They know each other. The gist of it is that if you ever get the opportunity, basically give back to your community by being a juror, give it a shot. Don't just turn it down because you have other responsibilities. Your job generally um, gives you a pass, so to speak, to do jury duty because they know that it is a civic duty and something that you have to do. No, you, you won't get paid the same amount that you would necessarily get paid if you're going to work, but you will get a percentage of your salary from the courthouse. And it's a great way to meet people. Um, another thing the judge was saying after everything was done, they're saying that many times people within the, the, jur the jury uh, members of the jury actually start dating each other. So maybe it's a great place to meet people, you know, because of the way that things are selected is usually um, like-minded people. And, and some people meet in court from doing jury duty and they get married. You know, that's a thing that actually happens. Um, at first I didn't think it would be a good place to, it, it didn't cross my mind that going to jury duty, you could actually meet someone as far as a life partner, but these things happen according to the judge that was there. And these judges, they're wickedly smart. They're very intelligent. They're able to hold on to information and listen very keenly. And it's just a very different way of seeing information being gathered and how arguments are made, whether to credit or discredit someone. It is just very interesting. And I just think that it was an, at least for me, it was an excellent experience and there's a lot that I learned from it. Many more that I, I cannot really remember right at this moment, but very interesting process. I would implore anybody, um, young or old, to give it a shot. 
do your jury duty. Don't just see the letter in the mail and don't want to go and dis disregard it. If any young persons are, are listening or watching, you know, when you're off in the summertime, go down to the courthouse and listen in the case. It'll probably circumvent you from doing things in your life that you might um, think are cool that you that can possibly get you into trouble because you'll see very quick that you do not want to be in a courthouse being judged by a bunch of people who you do not know. It's a horrible place to be. So with that, thanks for tuning in. If you found this informative or something interesting that you would like to share with somebody, please feel free to share it with someone like subscribe, whatever it is that you can do to help support the channel. Really appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Sloan Podcast. To watch the entire podcast on YouTube, please feel free to click on the link in the show notes below.